Hey everyone, DJ Ron Mess here from Anime Jam Session. Um, if you haven't seen our Facebook notice about episode 214 and 215, what happened was there was an audio glitch with Audition which made the output audio file slightly distorted. I'm not able to fix it, but what I'm going to do is put last week's episode and this week's episode up. Um, I have fixed the problem, so when episode 216 rolls around, we will not have the audio issue. Um, if the audio is too distorted for you, you can just skip it and just wait till 216. Um, what we can do, we will probably do a best of episode to kind of mix up uh, 214 and 215 while we're out or something like that. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy, and if you make it through to the, to the end of uh, these episodes, I salute you. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 215. We are a podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Maka-chan. And let's just hope this time, when I check the, the audio footage from the playback, everything is fine. Because I would hate to kick another episode down the shitters, you know? Mmm. I yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I don't even know what happened. The all I know, the audio, it was just like running at one point five speed, and even if I tried fixing it, no, it was running at half speed. It seemed like, and even if I tried to fix it, it just wasn't coming out right. So I was like, you know, screw it. But I still have it saved just in case I can somebody can fix it. But you know, say la vie. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I have my booze, so. <laughs> Sounds like you need it. Well, yeah. So, we are live tonight, week of May 12, 2015, on the VOG Network, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla, can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG. Or you can head over to animejamsession.com slash vognetwork. There's an IRC link. If you click on it, your default IRC chat client will open and bring right to the chat room. Uh, that seems simple enough, isn't it? Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, yeah. Well, Ari, kick us off with how was your week? How was your day? While I try to send out these last-minute tweets. <clears throat> uh, well, it was. It's mostly work stuff going on. I mean, the the three days before my days off this week, you know, this past. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I ended up pulling up like 12-hour shifts, mm. eight hours of which would be in overtime. But then again, you know, I, I need the uh, additional money in my pocket f- from uh, the paycheck, so there's that. Playing more of a story of seasons, which has been so fun so far. Mm. And I got myself a new chair for my room. It's a I- nice... Uh, Huh? I saw that. I was trying to figure out what, what, what kind of chair is that, you know? It's just a, uh... You know, I got it from Staples, and uh, they should have my order history, but uh, it's a nice black leather one, you know. Came in a really big box, but it was simple, but it was very uh, light and easy to, to uh, move around. Mm. And 
the only assembly required is just to uh, screw the legs on. Yeah, at least it's not a regular chair where it's like a damn 1,000-piece puzzle, even though it's only like eight parts. And when I ordered it, there was a little... <clears throat> there was... Uh, like, there was a little option to have assembly done for you for an additional $30, but Ooh. I'm looking at... But I was looking at the item, and I'm like, wait a second. This is... This isn't that big of a deal. I mean, the only big piece I see is the main body of the chair. And yeah, true enough, like, the legs took, like, five minutes to uh, screw on. So, what is that? You're basically your new computer chair? No, that's just my... Me sitting in front of the TV chair. Ah, okay. Now, oh, here it is. I'll just uh, post a link to it in the chat. So, in other words, it's your throne. Uh huh. Plus, I'm using the storage ottoman where I've taken the store and all my uh, game controllers and whatnot. That's good. As a footstool, so. Mostly because when my room's set up, I spend a lot of time laying on the bed. And uh, with my fat ass on it, it's begun to uh, creak and sag, and there's a very visible indent in it. Kind of embarrassing. Uh, Ari, did you plug in the hardwired uh, cable? Yeah. Why? You came through garbled again. I am blame. I, I, you know, I just blame Comcast for it. That's all. It's the safest bet. Yeah. Plus, mother had a uh, was going through her closet and took out the router and uh, and had no idea how how to fix it, or any inclination to, so, had to fix that in a hurry. That's good. But, uh, yeah, that's how shit's been going for me. Alright. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Uh, lots of work. And now getting ready for DCC. Ooh, I haven't even started packing yet. Neither have I. Tomorrow I will be doing... Well, probably after this, I will start on my laundry. And get my costumes all nice and cleaned and fresh. And tomorrow I will start packing said costumes. I did see the picture of you posting your uh, passes. Yes, I got the I got the badges today, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, on top of that, tomorrow I will be uh, partially dyeing my hair again. Oh, yeah, what color? Uh, instead of the under color being green, the under color is going to be purple as long as it takes. If not, it'll be um, plaid. Well, no, I, I have no idea what color it'll be if it doesn't take. Probably red, because for some reason, blue doesn't like my hair mm. and doesn't take very well. So, yeah, that's going to be tomorrow, and then either next Sunday or next Wednesday uh, will be the rest of the color and cut. Just my normal color. Cool, cool. But yeah, that's that's basically it. Well, I cut that, I cut you out a little bit too early, sorry. But you nah, it's alright. Yeah. Alright, my weekend day has been interesting. I sent out the paperwork for my new job, so I'm waiting on that. Then I had to go down to the Department of Labor to take care of this training grant, which I disqualified for. Because here's the thing. 
when you do these, these training rants and the field that you want to go in, they ask you questions based about that field. None of the questions were relevant to the field I was going into. What? Yeah. They were all asking about project management and eight, like web coding like Ruby on Rails and Cold Fusion and so forth, which has nothing to do with computer systems administration. So someone at the state of New York fucked up. But yeah, any, I would say so. Just so, a little bit. Yeah, so I'm trying to get in touch with this and email this girl, the woman that, that's doing it, because they only do this thing every Tuesday. I'm like, look, my unemployment's going to dry up soon, so I want to get it done quickly as possible and send the paperwork over to Jersey so they can extend my benefits. And it's like this woman is not listening to me. I'd say something, but I won't. So I'm going Other to... people's problems. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably going to call the Department of Labor in the morning and find out of another location where I can take this and then push the paperwork. I think I can go up to Queens and do it on a Thursday, but I'm going to double check. So, you know. Um, let's see. I paid off my 10G commission, so that's good. Um, I haven't really found the blue pants I'm looking for, so I'm going to double check tonight and then order business cards and... I came across an awesome Ranma fan art, which is now my wallpaper on my computer, which you'll see maybe in one random minute it rotates to. But a part of it's on my personal bl- on my pr- personal blog, so I contacted the, the artist, and she's given me permission to use it for my blog and for my business card as long as I give her credit. So nice. I'm probably going to post a sneak peek of my of the of the revised cards I'm going to do. So did you tell them what the uh, fan art is? Say what? Just show, like, what's the fan art? Descri- describe the fan art. Okay, it's a red background, and it shows Ranma, like, like, standing there on an angle, but you don't see his face. It's like a silhouette. And you, oh, you, okay. You, I, I, thought you, it was, I thought it was that, uh, I don't want you posted earlier about, uh, Ryoko becoming a, the Quantum Ranger. Uh, no, no, no. If you go to that person's, uh, DeviantArt, that, that, that person drew, uh, drew Ryoko as all of the six rangers. But you saw my comment, right? Uh, what did you say? Like, this, like you guys were talking about how, uh, how Ryoko gonna get lost in the battle. No, you gotta, you gotta go more than that. Like, oh, it's a battle in the, near fe- in the far future. Quantum power! He ends up going back to the middle, to the middle ages as, a uh, the yellow, the white zeal, yellow zeal ranger. What, put it past him. But, one thing about that Makotron, here's the thing. The only time Ryoga can never get lost if his dog Shurokuro is with him. That's the only way he cannot get lost. Mm. So. Now, it would be really funny, you know, if he had a wolf zord or a dog zord, then that would make a lot more sense because he would never get lost. But anywho, I'm going to take care of that, and then I'm going to start laying my stuff out and getting it ready for DCC because I think I can fit everything in one stowaway and uh, under... Uh, undercarriage and everything else I need in the um in the overhead I was going to order a like a camera backpack but I'm going to hold off on that because I think I'm able to fit everything I need in, in, in my one camera bag so we'll see I might take a stab at Clovercon while you guys are away mm-hmm well, Clovercon's the weekend before. It's actually this weekend, yeah. I think. Oh, wow. Wait, that's... 
Sorry, Bridgewater's too far off for me where I'm gonna be. So I don't think I could go. Fuck. Well, a friend of mine is going to Emicon. It's a con out in Long Island, a free convention that they have at um at the libraries we've been going for five years. If she picks me up in Jamaica Queens, I may just I'll go, you know. So I throw her ten bucks for um uh, for gas, you know, but we'll see. I don't know, I think going to any convention the weekend before actually, you know, traveling traveling to a convention I, is silly. I know, but like I said, I might I haven't fully decided, so because I, I may already have plans, so if those plans happen, I'm not even going to bother with that other convention. Mm. On the plus side, I'll have I have Thursday and Friday off for Anime Next. And I already had the other day switched, so I'll be able to leave like noon on Thursday and get there. Hmm. All right. So we got some great news in store for you. We got some non-anime news, something we don't do all that often, but we got we will probably fix that in the future. So you know. Okay, let's see. Let me look at the playlist here. Um, we done good. Uh, I think Mako Chan is gonna like um the first pre the first the first musical break. Oh goody! No, really, you're going to like it. Oh goody! <laughs> you don't trust me, do you? Not at all. Ah, uh, you'll live. You'll live. We'll be back.
see, Mako-chan? I told you you'd like it. Yeah, I liked it. See? I'm not a bastard all the time. Yes, you Just are. Just most of the time. See? Ari got it right. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah. uh, I really, really like this anime, and I really, really hope it gets a second season, even though I know it won't. Like Penny and Stocking? Yeah, something like that. Mm. I still haven't even watched a bonus DVD. I might do that tonight. What's supposed to be on the bonus DVD? Um... I don't know, but thankfully... My collection of anime is, like, not even five feet away from um, the studio, the impromptu studio, so, let's see, Penny and Stocking, disc one, okay, that's the first half of the episodes, disc two, um, let's see, trailers, Penny and Stocking and Sanitary Box, uh, promos, and, oh, shit! Hmm. Outtakes. Interesting. Oh, those, are all, those should be fun. Mm -hmm. I still say Abino Bashi has the best fucking outtakes. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. You gotta give me a link to that because I'm kind of kind of drawing a blank on that. It's called Magical Shopping Arcade Abino Bashi. I think Sentai Filmworks uh, re-released it, but I got but I bought the individual DVDs like ten years ago. The first volume is fine, but when you get the remaining volumes, that's when they have all the um, outtakes and stuff. And you yeah, know they were the, making... The... It's one of those anime that... Um... It's cracked out, but it makes sense at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the, uh, the dubbing strays a lot from the uh, subtitle. Does it now? Uh, I think... Think so. I, I think that's even... one of the ones that the the dub is a lot of ad lib and not a lot of. I don't know. I'll have to look into it. Okay, but I, I I thought it was like ghost stories and that. Mm, maybe. I know, but... go, I know ghost stories. The the dub is nothing like the actual uh the actual subtitled or uh, you know the original. Let me see. Mm -hmm. It's not a direct translation, but it strays a little bit from the source material. Yeah. Well, I think bec I think what's going on is that with Abinobashi, um, they put in a lot more um, Americanized translation, and I think that's why it strays so much. Yeah. Because the whole the whole thing with Abinobashi is. You know the the four the four directional gods and all of that, and you get some of that. But this whole thing, you know, going into, you know, basically them traveling through different nonsensical worlds, um, it goes into you know dating sims and fiction and war and it's it's very 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 weird. But I I think what it is I I don't think it's straying very far but it brings in a lot more of the uh, I guess the English equivalent of what is going on mm -hmm. which is why it's off 
because Japanese comedy does not necessarily mesh with American culture and all of that. Yep. Which is why there are so many notes for something like, uh, let me try and think of one. Um, damn, I can't think of one. <laughs> I can't think of one off the top of my head, but a lot of, a lot of the comedy that are, that are in these are, you know, things that we wouldn't think about as being comedic. Uh, it's wordplay. It's, you know, tradition that would be seen in Japan that is not seen in the U.S. So they have to try and change that to give it comedy for us. Alright, so I was someone actually ripped the outtakes, so I'm not gonna play the full thing, but here's a couple of them. State your post, soldier. I just said it. State your post. Admire my butt, soldier. Sure is fluffy, you know it. General. Alright, I'm going to switch the audio out for it because you really can't hear it too well. Let's try it now. A tank unit of the Pelican Army is apparently assembling in front of the Wakaba cigarette shop. What? In front of Wakaba cigarettes? General, maybe we can use Mune's massive ass to blast the enemy out of their position in front of the Wakaba cigarette shop. What? In front of Wakaba cigarettes? Oh yeah! See if you can find my sauce taker while you're up there! Nebula 71, allow me to transform! To Sashi. Please transform immediately. Please transform. Roger that. Nebula 71, allow me to transform. I hear it's normal to have one testicle bigger than the other. But tell me, does this look awkward to you? Hell if I know. Okay, in that scene, it's two planets. One is big and one... The spaceship, one... One side is big and one side is small and both sides are spherical, so... That's now you understand why he said the line with testicles. And one more. Hey. Uh, uh. Sashi, hurry up and come on home. It's time for dinner now. Hey. Uh. Sashi, hurry up and come here now. It shit, that's not even a line. <laughs> what am I saying? Yeah, and there's also another, there's also a line where they do a whole, like, a little thing about Michael Jackson. Yeah, one of the characters in this, he dresses very, very elaborately. So, I think it's the disc two outtakes? Yeah, yeah I think, I, I, I think I found it. Um, Alright, I think it's right here, here we go. You you should go downstairs and catch Masayuki. No! You're the only one that I'm after! Don't you leave me here! <laughs> Those are some short legs. I'm sorry. You can't! You've been struck by a smooth criminal. No! You're the only one that I'm after! Don't you leave me here! Mr. Abe, 
Oh my god, he dropped the baby off the balcony. Oh god. <laughs> See, th that that one outtake reminds me of that one scene from Tenchi Muyo where Ryoko tried to convince Tenchi that Ryoki was their child. Mm-hmm. God. That's crazy. Alright. So anywho. Let me queue up some nice music for this roleplay. Close enough. I will talk briefly about Japan Day NYC. Good tunes. Yeah. Okay, Japan Day NYC is nothing like Sakura Matsuri. Japan Day NYC is more like a celebration of Japan. It's a free event. It's free food, okonomiyaki. Um, yakisoba, chips, and all that cool stuff. If you don't get there early, you'll be on the line for about two hours, three tops. But, um, I went as press, I did some coverage for it, and it was pretty awesome. Um, grab my here for it. So, the main thing that everybody was going nuts over was the fact that six members of AKB48 was going to be there. And for those of you who don't know, AKB48 consists, it's pretty much a 150 member, uh, troop. Yeah. There's just as many of them as there is, uh, Super Sentai and Precures. Huh. As it says here, Japan Day at Central Park is an event designed by the Japanese community of New York to promote a deeper understanding of Japanese culture and to say thank you, New York. This is its ninth year running and, and, what they do, they have a lot of activities. They have a they have a run, a four-mile run, and then they have like another run just for the little kids, which is pretty cool. So when you get there, they this is what they had as the first set: taiko drumming, folk dancing, and they had an art contest. They were giving out the awards, and they had Japanese sword fighting and karate demonstration. The second set was was Bonadori, which is like a traditional Japanese folk dancing, and they had and they did the dancing not on the stage, but like in the crowd, they made room and I was able to film some of that. Uh, they had a video game music band called Fighting in the Streets. If you like jazzy cover music cover of uh, gaming covers, you're gonna like them. And then they had like a, a dance project. I didn't catch all of this. It was pretty much various music. They were just doing dancing and they choreographed from that. That was pretty cool. And then they had another dance and music uh, set, uh, event. And I, did, I totally missed that because I had actually left the press pit to walk around and take pictures. And the third setting was they had a taiko drumming by another group called Kobu, which was pretty nice. And they had what was called roller art or live painting. It's pretty much they're playing music and the dude's painting to the music, and it's pretty cool. And they had, um, you ever seen a movie You Got Served? No. Hell no. Well, actually, the first movie is not bad. Think of it as sort of like a step dance troupe, and that's what they had up there. Called the group was called EXPG Boys. Um, they were a couple of them was singing, and they were all doing like dance routines, which was pretty nice. And then they followed it up with um, like three or four songs set by AKB48, which was nice. And I am so glad I was able to get a spot in the press because it was just re it was just packed beyond packed. But it was really fun, though. I really liked it. When you get the and one thing I I noticed when I got there, 
there wasn't a lot of cosplay. Which kind of surprised the hell out of me. Good way or bad way? Not sure. I would have expected more cosplay, but it was mostly a lot of people there in regular clothing, but there was a nice handful turnout of Lolitas, which, was, which I kind of expected. So pretty much, you know, they had food tents where, you know, you can get gyoza, onigiri, okonomiyaki, yakisoba, snacks, and tea. And then the activity tents were calligraphy, uh, there was domo-kun, there was a Hello Kitty picture booth, uh, stamp rally, kabuki face painting, they had um, a video on the maglev trains, an origami session, yo-yo fishing, and they allowed you to try on yukatas, which was pretty nice. And then they had um, a welcome booth with a lot more information and another tent for charity, which was pretty nice. I, I, I really liked it. It was pretty nice. I, don't, I think that it should stay as a one-day event, and it's right there in Central Park. So there's no excuse not to go, but depending on who they get, like, as guests, it will get a lot crowded further on during the day. I think they should hold it, like, maybe in towards the end of April. That way it won't be as hot out. I w Like I said, I can compare this to a Sakura Matsuri, but it's more... more of an event of, like, what's going on in Japan and events and, like the culture aspect of Japan, then it is just one celebration that's not really cosplayed weeabooed out. <laughs> and as Sarah Ackerman says in our chat room at live.bucknetwork.com, free? I love free. Not the anime. I love the anime, but free is my middle name. I think everybody's middle name is free for at least five minutes. Alright, and I actually broke out my Sailor Venus lanyard, and because it wasn't as many cosplayers, I wasn't really accosted by people asking where I got it from, so. But I did get some great photos of cosplayers, I got some great photos of, of everybody singing and dancing, and some nice pictures of the surrounding areas. Those pictures should be up later this week, or beginning of next week before we break out for the weekend. So, that's generally it. So, I do know there are some people that traveled hours up just to check it out, which was pretty cool. So, if you are in the New York City area for Japan Day, come through and check it out. You'll have a really good time. But one thing is for sure, um, get there early for the food or else you'll be stuck on the line for a while. Alright, Mako-chan, you want to take the next one? Uh, sure. Um, so yeah. Uh, should I do the next two then? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, okay. it's, it's, it's the same article pretty much. Yeah, it's basically the same article. Anyway, so yeah, Digimon news. Um, so yeah, we were hoping that the cast would be the exact same as it was during the original series. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the human characters are completely different. Um, 
So that is that is kind of sad. But I, I guess, you know, you're talking 15 years and you don't know what these people have been through. So, uh, yeah, the staff also announced that the anime is going to actually be a six-part film series. The first is going to be titled uh, Sakai, which is Reunion, and premiering on November 21st. Um, yeah, so uh, AIM will be returning for uh, the uh, first ending theme for oh, I Wish. Uh, the previous, the website previously announced that uh, Koji Wada would be returning to perform the original opening theme song, Butterfly. And here's a bit of notice. What some of you don't know is that he had throat cancer uh, a ways back, and he was a guest at a convention, and they asked him to sing Butterfly. And I saw footage of this. He can still hit those notes, so I think that's pretty amazing. Which yeah. it could have been worse because. Someone like someone might have been just really insensitive about it, like not know just how bad his condition was. I didn't even know it had happened. I didn't even know about that until I read like the little uh, blurb underneath the video. All right, and Ayumi Miyazaki will be returning to perform the insert song "Braveheart." All three songs are new recordings of the songs from the original Digimon Adventure series. Uh, the cast from the original series did return in 2013 for the PSP game and uh, also returned for and most of them returned for the 15th anniversary Blu-ray box special drama CD that was bundled with the Japanese Blu-ray in March Um, the original cast for the Digimon partners are returning however so yeah that's a good thing. Um, the first uh, teaser trailer is out. And this was just released a little while ago. Um, basically, uh, Daisuke, who was uh, the main character in Digimon Adventure 02, uh, he was named Davis in the original English uh, language version. Um, it seems that his name has been popping up in the source code's keywords in, uh, in tags and stuff on the website. So it's looking like at least he will be part of this new series. Which, I mean, it isn't all that, you know, all that weird since O2 really did, you know, it wasn't the continuation that we wanted from the original but it was a continuation that did bring back all of those all of those characters sort of like what Tenchi GXP did with Tenchi Muyo characters yeah but all of the original characters were in you know in the series Mm -hmm. unlike Tenchi where all the original characters only ended up in one or two episodes Um, in Digimon Adventures 02 uh, the they basically were um, mentored by the original cast, mm-hmm. and not including that two of the cast members were actually part of that new team, and you know got the eggs and all of that crap. So it, it's not surprising that at least one of them would be making an appearance in, 
you know, what is a sequel to the original series. Mm. But yeah, it has me excited. I'm excited, but not as excited because I was actually hope I actually thought it was gonna be a new a, a television. I wasn't expecting them to change it to like a six part movie series. So. Yeah, and I'm gonna guess that the the it's only gonna be an hour, so it's probably more like an OVA that they're just showing as yeah. movies instead of, you know, yeah, cause episodes. Because they, yeah, they kept saying this was supposed to be part of the spring 2015 lineup, but as you can see, the spring 2015 lineup's already started. So. So if they're gonna be movies, are they gonna get theatrical releases, yeah. or are they just gonna show them like a, like on a, an equivalent of Cartoon Network, you know, just like. No, the, no, it's, it's, it. It'll be it's going to be how they did um, the prequel for Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell prequel, which is Arise, is three different quote-unquote movies. They're only about an hour, hour and 15 minutes long. They were shown in theaters, that kind of thing. Um, and then now they're on Netflix, or at least two of them are on Netflix. I don't know if the third one dropped yet. Mm. But that's that's the, for the Japanese movies are a big deal. Mm-hmm. So much so that you know they not only go there and get tickets the day of. It's very difficult to get tickets the day that they want to actually go. They have to pre-order, and they pre-order by you know where they want to sit and all of that. Movies are a very very big deal in Japan. I pre-ordered my tickets for the Avengers, but uh, I guess that's more of a. Uh special case yeah no this is like oh yeah we're gonna go on a date on friday i've already got the tickets for the movie even though the movie's been out for you know four weeks already mm-hmm. yeah they're very serious about you know their movies it's i think it's kind of cool but yeah so that's the information for digimon All right, Ari. I think this next one's right up your alley. Uh, the one about the scary theory? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if people have uh, Totoro head cannons, but uh, here's a good one for you. Totoro. Totoro. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Let's see. My neighbor Totoro is a family favorite. Kids and adults alike, like. Love the story of two sisters in the idyllic Japanese countryside with magical creatures. But for some years, there's darkness seeing seething underneath. Totoro is no cuddly critter. He is a killer. The reading of Totoro as a, as a god of death expounds on the movie's climax. A climax has always struck the reader as odd for various reasons. And there's an excerpt from uh, the website Fellow of. The rumor says that Totoro is... Totoro is a god of death, so the persons that can see Totoro are actually close to death or already dead. What that means for the story is that when Mei goes missing and a sandal is found in a pond, Mei actually drowned. When Satsuki is asked about the, skin, about the sandal, she cannot face the truth and lies about, about it not being Mei's. So Satsuki goes on a desperate search for Totoro, calling for him, and actually opens up the door to the realm of the dead herself. With Totoro's help, she finds her dead sister and they need to go together to the mother's hospital. There, the only one who actually noticed that the sisters were there was the mother, who was also soon going to die. And in the ending, Satsuki and Mei don't have any shadows, some say. Theory doesn't stop there. There's a famous murder case called the Sayama Incident, in which two sisters turn up dead. The story goes that one of the girls 
Bates said she saw a cat apparition before committing suicide. According to flow management, this, however, was an urban legend. Most likely, it was attached to, to the Toro as it got a death rumor so that would sound more believable. Uh, let's see. What a connection is not exactly correct. The Sayama incident did happen in May, and both of the sisters in Totoro are actually named May. Satsuki means May in Japanese, and May, as we spell M E I, is a Japanese pronunciation for May. In Japanese, there are also May Blues or Gugatsubuyu. Gugatsubuyu. Am I saying that right? Yeah. And typically affects new students and new employees because the school and the work here both begin in April. This sort of depression has found people having trouble adjusting their new surroundings. In my neighbor Totoro, the family has moved to a new area, and this can be spun out further as more general reference to depression. And it basically says that Studio Ghibli had to come out and shoot down the, the theory themselves, saying. There's absolutely no truth or configuration that Totoro is the god of death, or that Mei is dead in Mighty Ever Totoro. So naturally the fandom latched onto this as un undeniable proof that to Totoro is the god of death. You know how people get with their, uh, when their headcanons are screwed with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of course, it says... Correct or incorrect provides an interesting subtext to Totoro. There's an extra layer of audience interpretation. While some of the facts may be wrong, especially if you're part of the Sayama incident, the Totoro as a god of text subtext does come up, does open up the movie to further discussion. Discussion that Studio Ghibli does not want and has tried to stamp out. I guess someone at Studio Ghibli is just banging their head against their desk saying, it's just a kid's movie. It's nice. It's cute. You're ruining it. There's one in every bunch. But I guess that's the internet for you. The more pure and wholesome something is, the, more, the greater joy is taken in per perverting it. Case in point, social justice warriors. I was going to say stuff about Rule 34, but that works too. Mm. Yeah, the... Honestly, I I've never when... seen Totoro before, so when I do actually get around to seeing it, I'm, that's going to be like lingering in the back of my head. Well, I think the whole thing is when adults get a hold of children's stories, they attempt to do something to make them more memorable for themselves. And if we go to the chat room at live.bognetwork.com, Deadpool20 wants to know, Rule 34, where? Where? Go find your goddamn self, dude. Damn it, Ari. I'm not looking for... I'm not putting Totoro Rule 34 into my search engine. I will! Oh, God! She hasn't had a drink yet. No, I haven't. Well, I just charged head first, head first straight into that one, huh? Yes and no. You charged in, but you didn't realize something was going to charge back. I'm not really getting a lot of crap. This is sad. Uh, fine. Click here if you're an adult. Okay, I'm an adult. Oh, dear God. Yeah, there it all is. Fine, why don't you just look up Rule 34 Pikachu and call it a day? Uh, I'd rather not. 
This is actually pretty bad shit right here. <laughs> um, speaking of Pikachu, hello there, Pikachu and Totoro. <laughs> oh, dear I guess, God. I guess we uh, kind of brought that up on ourselves, huh? Yeah. Yeah. There, There's some pretty pretty bad stuff on here. I'm so glad it's only one page. Is it worse than the Gemini Holograms uh, trailer? Oh my god, the cat the, the cat bus is a bed, and they're not riding in the bus, they're riding each other on the bed. <laughs> oh, god. oh my god. God fucking damn it. If you have, to everybody that's listening to the show, live we're or, sorry. or podcast, actually we're not sorry, but um, you listen at your own risk, and we are not held liable for what happens if you end up in therapy because of this. We're not liable for your problems. We will laugh at them, though. Oh, you damn right we will! Yeah, okay, I'm done with that. <laughs> that was... That was beyond disturbing. And now for an article about panties. <laughs> what a hole! What a hole! <laughs> Uh, Sorry, you said disturbing, and uh, I just had to keep rolling with that. Let's see if this is the track. Close enough. Because when you mention panties, I think of Ronma, and I think from Ronma, I think of Happosai. And then I think of the crazy music that, that plays in the background. Uh, one site decided to write what's called... An official guide to panties in anime. What makes panties so special? Panties or pantsu are well known in the anime world. Love it or hate it, they're here to stay. If they're not here to stay, it'll be called hentai. But that's, uh, that's another, uh -huh. time. another time, another sort. <clears throat> From an outsider's perspective, they may seem overly perverted or edgy. In this three, in the three-part guide, you'll learn about the ins and outs of the mighty panty. And I'm not talking panty anarchy. And hopefully grow a better appreciation for the art. Oh, God. This is bad. Yeah, by the way, this is not a fully done article. But I just thought that this was too damn funny not to... <coughs> yeah. Yeah, because there is this one screen cap motivational poster called... Uh, it's Mocha from Rosario Vampire Upshot. That ass, the only reason for Mocha to even exist. This is a... Th Why would you publish this a little early? Oh, well. Whatever. So it wasn't nearly as disturbing as I thought it was going to be. So, why are there tons of anime obsessed with them? It's just a piece of fabric, right? Actually, no. It's a lot more simple than a piece of fabric. A simple panty shot can show off the character's personality can even reveal their intentions. You can learn a lot from a simple panty shot. Is she shy, mature, whatever. The more innocent the female is, the more simpler the panties will be. Okay. They're usually plain white or cute themed with little hearts or animals. But, and the popular trend now is Shimapon, which is striped panties. That is enough for the beginner stuff. Next question might be what type of style there is. Uh, and then fan service. Look, if you want panties and you want fan service, just start watching season four of Ronma One Half. That's it. That's all you need to know. That's it. And just watch what Happosai does. That's it. That's it. 
<sighs> God. Alright, that was horrible. Very. I, yeah, it was just, that thing popped up and I thought it was hilarious. And as, so Ari, I, as Ari said, screw it, I'm done. Yeah, pretty mm -hmm. much. That's Bill Murray saying it, but yeah. we, need a, we, we need him to tag in on this one. <laughs> was that from Caddyshack or something like that? I don't know. It's a perfect image of someone throwing a golf club and like, no, oh, fuck this. <laughs> so what's next? All right, okay. We're going to talk about uh, this this controversial post that 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 came up uh, on my Facebook <laughs> yesterday. What 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 is it? Sorry, I, I'm I'm watching I'm watching the uh, the video that was linked in that thing. Mm-hmm. So it's um, panties aren't powerful enough to solve all the problems we've got here, and little girl goes, I believe in panties. <laughs> Whoa now. Yeah. Sorry, that... Yeah. Anyway. Alright. So, if you if you are on uh, on uh, Anime Jam Session Facebook or my Facebook, uh, that Digital Mask guy, popular East Coast cosplayer by the name of Animia made this comment. The long, sto long story short, is that she made a comment about cosplayers who are doing crowdfunding and then not using the money for what its original intentions were. And when this comes up in discussion on various posts, it turns more of the whole issue of entitlement of cosplayers shouldn't be doing that either, along with donation buttons and so forth. Pretty much what she is saying is that you should work hard and earn a living to go to conventions and do the things that you want to do with your hobby. If you're going to crowdfund, if you're going to, you shouldn't crowdfund for, and use the money for, for your own personal endeavors. That's the long and short of it. Now, a lot of people have been saying that for, for, for weeks months. But the only reason why this caught traction is that she is a very popular cosplayer. And usually cosplayers who have like a large following if something is said everybody will will hear it. It kind of gets maybe influential per se. Maybe. It could be right. It could be wrong. But you've heard us bitch about uh, crowdfunding campaigns here. And someone came along but a bigger influence than we than we do, pretty much said the same thing, and more people are getting into it. Now people are arguing back and forth about this. Now, Animia was a part of a Kickstarter project. I think it was the Wild Places, where in the long run, people didn't get their their perks that they that they pledged. Some of them got it. Some of it didn't. And a lot of people are bl are saying calling her a hypocrite because she was a part of that. Now, my thing is this. She was asked to be a part of it. So, whatever happened is not any fault of her own. All that blame falls on the person who started the, the Kickstarter. Let, they're, they're at fault. Not the other people who were asked to be a part of it to help out. 
because they don't have the proper answers. Even though people say otherwise, if you're a part of the crowdfunding, you're responsible. It's sort of like if I crowdfunded the podcast and I never came through with the perks, but all y'all blamed Ari, Avalon, Mako, the rest of the staff for what's going on. I'm I sure someone would find a way to blame me anyway. Yeah. They just helped me out with it. But they don't have the answers to explain what's going on. All that falls on me, not them. And and that's what's been going on pretty much back back and forth over the last couple of days. Um, Nerd Reactor picked up on it and posted about it. And then we here at Anime Jam Session, we picked up on it and posted about it uh, today. So... Pretty much, uh, we have said this time and time again. It's it's about doing things properly when it comes to crowdfunding. I know we may be deviating from the topic slightly, but it all goes back. I remember back in the day, you know, when people started when people were cosplaying and the internet was pop was popular and it was new. People started getting websites. And then people had donation buttons on their site. And you gave to the cosplayer. Because you know at that time, getting uh, decent hosting space was expensive. So the money went to pay for the site. Any excess money went over, went towards the cosplay. And you did it because you liked the cosplay and you supported them. It still happens now, but now with, with crowdfunding with Indiegogo, Kickstarter, GoFundMe, My Girl Fund, and extra lunch money, all this other site. All you gotta do is just post, hi, I'm a cosplayer, I wanna do this cosplay, but I'm short on funds, da 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 This is what I'll do for you in return. You put this much money, I'll give you this, 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 and that. It seems like it's gone, it's gone the ways of not being able to look for a job. It seems that more people, more of these cosplayers are more concerned about going to the convention, showing up in the cosplays, and showing their asses off like they hot shit, as opposed to like, you know what? I'm kind of short on funds. I'm going to skip these two cons, build up my money, and then, you know? Mm-hmm. That's, that, that was me, and I still do that, and that's a lot of us. So, And then you know, I had an interesting discussion on, on my Facebook earlier. One person said that putting a donation button on your site is no different from putting up uh, a, a, a crowdfunding, uh, crowdfunding. Now, I said it's not the same. I say it all boils down to the tact and what you say. If you run a site and you just put a donation button and you're putting there what what the proceeds are going to and you're not talking about it whenever you post your articles or do this or do that to your site, that's cool. That's fine. But when you go fund me, you're explaining everything and how you really need this and you really need that. And there are people who will hoard the shit out of that crowdfunding site on their personal blogs, their personal Facebooks, their Facebook fan pages, and the whole nine yards. That's the difference. It's the tact. It's how you deal with it and how you lay it out. And as I've said before, I respect that crowdfunding is a new hustle. I respect the shit out of that. But if I don't like it, I sure as hell will call you out for it. And some of the stuff I've seen just amazes the hell out of me. Like, I had shared a crowdfunding for this one woman. She crowdfunded the legal fees so she could make a down payment on a house. Yeah, that's what we were getting pissed off about earlier. 
Yes, and the per and that model slash cosplayer actually contacted me about that. I will not get into details about it because I just gleaned over the message. But next week I'll talk about it a little bit more and give you tell you what happened. You know. I pretty much am tired of like bitching about these fake ass crowdfunding. I just I'm just more amused at the balls of some of these people. So it's like you know what, take a look at this. Wow. And I just try to be as indifferent as possible. All right, we're gonna um, go around the room. So Mako Chan, what's your two cents? And should I play Glory Glory Hallelujah for you? <laughs> um, my two cents is cosplaying is a hobby. Uh-huh. Um. If unless unless what you are crowdfunding for is for you know medical expenses mm -hmm. for emergency medical expenses or something to save your life or something you know relatively important like you know. I just lost my job and my daughter's going to starve and can you please help me out here? If you are crowdfunding for material possessions, either A, because you don't feel like saving up enough money, B, because you don't have a job, or C, because you just want free shit, stop. Just stop. I mean, I, I get it. What she was crowdfunding for wasn't a whole of a like wasn't a whole hell of a lot of money. But I know that somebody made a comment, and they're like, "Oh, look, you know, only 19 people did this, so it was probably her friends and family." Well, if that's the case, and it was her friends and family, she shouldn't have been offering prints to those people, because what the hell do they want with naked pictures of her? <laughs> oh. And two, she should have just asked directly, hey, Ma, hey, Dad, you know, hey, Brother George, can you help me out? It's not a whole hell of a lot of money, and I can pay you back. And I, I think that's what the issue is, is all of these people, you know, oh, I've got a thousand fans, and, you know, oh, I've got 10,000 fans, or oh, I've got 100,000 fans. I've got 100,000 fans. If each one of those people gives me a, a, a dollar, I have $100,000. And I think that's what's going through a lot of these people's minds. It's like, oh, yeah, well, you know what? I can put down $20 and give you guys pictures of me, you know, in this supposed outfit that I'll be making. Because, you know, oh, yeah, sexy peach. Mm. Yeah, and so, I yeah. Liz Katz. Yeah, I, yeah, before she was a cosplayer, she was a porn star, and I've seen her stuff, and it's pretty bad. But, And I've already said this on an episode about a year, year, about mm -hmm. a year ago. So, I mean, the whole thing is, if it's a material possession that money can be saved up for it, get a fucking job and save the money. Mm -hmm. If it is something, you know, realistically very important, like medical expenses or something to that nature... I have no issues with crowdfunding. You know, with the whole Avalon thing and her house burning down, I had no issues uh -huh. with funding that and talking about it because that was an emergency situation. She's got, you know, nothing. Her family has nothing. She's not looking to, you know, fund her next cosplay. 
So I, I think these people really need to get it through their heads. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, you know what, if their fans are willing to donate, you know, let them donate. You know what, if you guys want to be schmucks about it and go ahead and donate to this shit, go ahead. But at the same time, these people are using you for them to not have to go and do shit. Mm-hmm. And then they're still, they're going to be, you know, the same people that are going to bitch at you because, you know, oh, they see me as objects. Well, dude, you just funded a fucking photo shoot for yourself in skimpy clothes and told them that you would give them pictures and kiss them. Pot, kettle, etc. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what, what are they supposed to think? You're giving them, you know... <sighs> I, this whole thing is just really ridiculous now. It has gone extremely overboard. Yes, indeed it has. <laughs> Ari, what's your, what's your two cents? Uh, let's, I know a lot, of, a lot of things I was going to say Mako already touched on, but uh, I mean, I've said plenty of times how I always put, you know, personal life shit in front of cosplay and gaming and whatnot, so what's to say these people can't? I mean, I don't have, I don't have the uh, legions of fans that women like these people do so that they can uh, just think, oh, I get to show a little skin and money, and money will start flying in, you know? Ooh. Plus, it was like Mako had said how I have a hundred thousand fans. If they each give me a dollar, yeah, yeah. If each, if they each give you a dollar, like, you know that, you know it doesn't work like that. I mean, uh, maybe a handful of people might donate for shit like that. Keyword might. Yeah, but you figure if she's got a hundred thousand fans, let's just say you know somebody has a hundred thousand fans. If only ten percent of those people donate, that's still ten thousand dollars. That's not enough for a down payment on a house, I don't think. No, but it's enough for a pretty damn good trip, or, you know, trip somewhere. I mean, I have ways of uh, saving up money like in, in my home, you know, making sure it's out of the bank. So, you know, they all, they'll say, hey, you owe us money, and bang, all the money in my accounts are gone. Mm-hmm. But that's, at this point, mostly for emergencies. I mean, granted, like, granted, if I do have have enough saved up, I might get get something interesting or, or something nice that I might need, or hell, even a new tattoo if it really comes to it. But yes, but that's your own money that you're saving. Yes. Yeah. That is your money to do with what you want. That is not that is not you begging somebody saying, "Hey, I'd really like this outfit," or "Hey, I'd really like this tattoo," or "Hey, I'd really like to go to this convention." There's a huge difference, and these people don't understand what it means to actually save money. And it- that in the hole, I would never get it. So there's that too. <laughs> oh, I'm hideous. No, but but you tell it like it is, and that and that's how and that's how it should be, you know. And I think as Sarah Ackerman said, she is a business major, and she said what to do. Pretty much, 
a lot of this is illegal and you can't do that. Well, yeah, you can't so, do it. And most something, people, something gray areas. Yeah. Usually, I just say when I see that, get three words for you. Get a job. And I just go about my day, you know? It's not, it won't kill you if you can't go to this one convention. It ain't gonna kill you to not have this one cosplay. It's not the end of the fucking world. I don't know, you tell them to get a job and it's just in one ear and out the other with them. Yeah, because this generation has become the entitlement generation. It's bad enough, you know, a lot of people, you know, I'm not even gonna say it's the millennials. I'm not even gonna say that. I'm talking the entitlement generation of kids between the age of 15 to like 23. The ones who think they, they're special snowflakes in college. You, you know, the ones that live off of mommy and daddy's pockets say they don't have to pay for anything because they don't have to. These are the ones who will sit here and download anime for free and say they don't have to buy anything. They won't buy the DVDs because they've already watched it in glorious Nihongo, whatever. Same people <laughs> that like, you know, why should I spend my money? I'll crowdfund and let other people pay for it. What do I got to do? Just show my titties. Stop. Slow your roll. It ain't like that. And it never was. These are the people who are the reasons we can't have nice things. No, these are the people who are the reasons why we drink. Uh-huh. That too. Yep. Hold on. Alright. <clears throat> Alright, the Skype line is now open. And we're gonna. So, if you have any questions about tonight's show, or if you want to throw your two cents in on anything we've talked about tonight, buzz us at Anime GM Session. Uh, all calls are kept to two minutes or less due to time constraints. Now, we're gonna go ahead and bring up the open forum topic. And I decided to keep it simple this week. The open forum topic is where we ask all of you, the fans, your opinion on a topic in the anime or cosplay fandom. If you don't want us to use your real name, please put a different name before you post your answer, and please keep it simple, too. Um, if I already know you and you don't post, uh, I got you. Don't worry about it. Here is this week's open forum topic. What you do might you... want to lower the music a little bit. How's that? That's better. Sorry. I, do have to, I might have to replace this mixer soon. <laughs> Um, this week's topic, what you watching? What anime series are you watching right now? It could be something new or a classic series. Uh, Serenity41088, uh, she just finished watching Ron the One Half. Good for you! Uh, watching, also watching Sailor and Crystal. Also watching Mermaid Melody Peachy Peachy Pitch. I haven't heard that name in God knows how long. Uh, her fiance Nemesis Boy Seven wants her to watch Madoka. Um, if you're going to watch Madoka, you're going to need some Kleenex. You're going to have some feels and a contract. Uh-huh. Feels and a contract. Deadpool Twenty Eight. Uh, it, anime he's watching right now is High School DXD, which is something I want to check out. Owari no Saraf. Uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Sailor Moon Crystal, Chrysia, Knights of Sidonia, and a bunch of others. Ah, oh, wow. I remember the, t- the days, you know, I could just sit there after work, just follow five, six titles. Now it's like, it's a miracle I can keep up with two. 
Uh, Sarah Ackerman, she's up to her neck in three titles. Uh, Sword Art Online, okay. Kill a Kill. Uh-huh. And Tokyo Ghoul. Alright, for me, um, Sailor Moon Crystal, that's a given. I've, I'm following that. I'm also following uh, Love Bullet Yurikuma Arashi. And holy shit, that anime. That shit hits you up. It hits you hard in the face. It's like, wow. Mako, you have got to watch that. Uh. Um, what else am I watching? Um, Agami Got Kill. I have to finish that. I'm halfway through that. I just started Log Horizon, which is really nice. I'm really enjoying that one. And there was another series on Hulu. Oh, wait, no, no. Um, You've Sound- Soundonium. I think that's the name of the series. Uh, let me pull it up real quick. Anyway, um, no, Hibiki Euphonium. I'm watching that, and I think I'm really liking that, because I, 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 I'm a band geek, so, yeah. Um, I'm also following Shogeki no Soma. That's pretty cool. Food Wars is awesome. Yes, and I think I have to go look for episode 6 now, don't I? Uh, let me see. And I'm, I'm looking... Yes. Yeah, okay. And it's funny, I'm looking in this folder of my anime, I'm looking at other titles I've started and yet to finish. Um, so you've got anime ADD. Yeah, I got Chunyubo Demo Koigashitai, that I was following. It's called Something Love and Delusions in the U.S., I started on Danganronpa. Started Gundam Build Fighters. Uh, Hime-chan Otogi Chiku Idol Lily Pre. That's a magical girl slash idol anime. Instead of them turning into magical girls, they turn into idol singers. Uh, Taicho wa Maitsama. Then I went old school with Rockman EXE. I did watch back in the day a series called Variable Geo. And I went and got that, because that series was never licensed, so I got, I copped and got that, and let's see, I have three series here I've down, I, I have acquired, but I haven't started watching yet, Working, Saint October, and Hentai. Saint October, I had started, I think I watched the first one. Hmm. Anything else? Um, well, I'm also watching Food Wars. Hmm. I'm also watching Sailor Moon Crystal. I am re-watching Strike the Blood, which is uh, actually pretty interesting. Um, hmm, let's see. What else, what else, do what else? Uh, I have yet to start watching... Um, the new Tenchi series. Mm. I have it all downloaded. I just have not had a chance to just sit down and watch it. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, I think that's really it for anime at this point um i just finished watching love live i just finished watching steven universe 
Um, so, like, I'm all over the freaking place with what the hell I'm watching. I'm trying to catch up on my TV shit, too. Uh, let's see. Um... <laughs> Oh yeah, I've yeah. Saint October, I saw the first one, and uh, there's an anime for Wizard of Oz. What? Yeah, what? I haven't started watching it yet. I'm just trying to collect it right now. As in, based off the movie from the '30s? I have no idea. Or based off the book? I have no Books, idea. Several. I just saw that it was, you know, an anime called The Wizard of Oz. And it's got, you know, a little girl. It's not, um, I don't even know when it first came out. But the animation style doesn't look very modern, I'll say. So, like, talking about, like, mid-80s kind of stuff? I, I don't know. Again, I just saw the title and said, hmm, I wonder what that is, and I downloaded an episode of it that I have yet to watch. Because there are a bunch of books in the Wizard of, in the uh, Oz series. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's also another anime that I thought was really cool sounding. It's called Witchcraft Works, mm -hmm. and I have yet to actually sit down and watch that one. And then you'll be mad when you realize it's not about your life. Har, 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 har. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the other thing I've watched, I've uh, I've recently re-watched the two uh, Lupin the Third and Detective Conan movies. Because of reasons. Mm. But yeah, that's it. Or what about you, Ari? Oh, God. My list isn't nearly as expansive as yours. Either one of you. Uh, let's see. Mostly it's been a kill a kill and a, and a Sailor Moon Crystal, but it's, you know, that's only when I have enough time to sit down on t and watch either on a Cartoon Network or Hulu or Netflix or whatever. Plus, a lot of, a lot of my time has been has been taken up with uh, Daredevil, Ooh. the uh, Daredevil series, which is not really the anime, but still really good. All right. Uh, let's go into the chat room real quick. Um, Sarah Ackerman's like, she says, Clannad has a lot of feels. Uh -huh. um, Dungeon Buster goes, Mentions Gunbuster, okay. Uh, Deadpool twenty eight, Gundam Build Fighters is awesome and worth it. Yes, Gundam Build Fighters is awesome. It's the it's the shoujo answer to uh, Angelic Layer. <laughs> and he goes, Love Live is so cute. And he goes, Love witchcraft, Love witchcraft works as well. So Mako, looks like Deadpool gave a seal of approval on witchcraft on witchcraft works. So you might want to definitely ch hop on that one. Yeah, the, it's when I. First sort of reading about it, it sounded really cool. Hmm. All right. Um. Wow, no calls tonight. Oh well. You snooze, you lose, and that's it. Now, Let's see. Hmm? 
I'm looking this up now. All right. Uh. Yes, it is. The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, known in Japan as Oz no Mahatsukai, is a Japanese anime adaptation based on four of the original Oz books. The series aired on TV Tokyo from 1986 to 1987. It consists of 52 episodes, episodes which explains other parts of Oz stories, including the events that happened after Dorothy first left Oz. Oh. Unfortunately... I cannot find the series for myself to purchase, especially since I know my cousin, who is a huge Wizard of Oz fan, would really, really like it. And there are only four episodes that are dubbed, uh, that are uh, subtitled online. Interesting. Yeah. It's sad because it looks really, really cute, too. Eh, can't win them all. Ah, it did come over here. It did? Uh, the episodes of the show were re uh, later re-edited into four films and released in the United States on VHS and Laserdisc. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. In which major plots and storylines are removed in favor of cutting each story arc down into their re retrospective book canon story. HBO occasionally broadcast the first two movies in the U.S., in addition to showing the TV series in episodic form. However, no release of the show in an uncut episodic format in the U.S. has come to light, save for a streaming version of some episodes on Cookie Jar's site, Jaru.com, now defunct. Yeah, because Cookie Jar is now part, was bought out by DHX uh, Media. You know, the pony, the pony people. Yeah, all 52 episodes, however, are available for instant streaming on Netflix.ca, which is not our Netflix. Mm -hmm. Wait, did you say .ca? Yep. Yes. So, Canada. Yep. Yep. And Mexico got the first 26 episodes. See! 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 So, El Mago so Diaz. So we're the assholes here, then. Yeah, we gotta throw everybody else a bone at least once. And the entire series, French dubbed, is found in France. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like I probably will not see English uh, episodes for this. You could always learn another language and try and watch it in that. I've actually attempted to learn a couple of different languages, and they don't work because I am not capable of learning different languages. Actually, Mako-chan is capable of learning different languages. As long as she, once she knows the curse words, everything else is a moot point. <laughs> That's about all. As much anime as I've watched, for as long as I've watched it, you would think I would have picked up more language because if you talk to, you know, Japanese people and how they really learn English, it's, oh, I watch, their, I watch TV, I watch TV. That doesn't work, at least for me, because I can still only figure out what some of the curses are, what Mina means, what Kawaii means, and what Kawaii means. 
after that, I'm basically having to look shit up. Mm. Well, now. I think we all know what time <laughs> it is. Oh, he saw what I posted, huh? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the part of the show that most people probably enjoy more than anything else. Strange news from Japan. So who's going first? I guess I could go first. Man arrested for throwing liquid on girl. Okay. Police in Tokyo's Katsu... Katsushika Ward said on Sunday they have arrested a 30-year-old man for throwing a coffee-like liquid on a 15-year-old schoolgirl as she walked home last month. According to the police, the suspect Koda Inamata, a part-time worker from Narima, oh Jesus, Narima Ward, rode a bike up behind the girl and threw a coffee-like substance on her head, as reported by Sports Nippon. Inamata, who was identified through a street surveillance camera footage, is suspected of throwing liquid on girls at least 10 times since February. He was quoted by police as saying he would often prowl the streets looking for a girl who was his type, and then after he would throw liquid on her and got away, it gave him a thrill. The hell? And as someone said on, the, on the, as a comment, soft drink having cooling effect or chemical liquid? Or someone else has said, I don't know what I find more disturbing. That he gets a thrill from throwing liquid on girls, or he thinks a 15-year-old is his type. Yeah, it's just a little bit creepy. Yeah. <sighs> and someone goes, it was probably an espresso, which is probably why he used the term coffee-like. Say what we Tasty. You would. I guess I'll take the next one then. Go for it. Police officer busted for filming up a woman's skirt. Oh boy. A police officer in Himeji, Hyogo Prefecture, has been arrested for using his smartphone to film up a woman's skirt, Prefectural Police said on Saturday. According to police, the officer identified as... Kazunori Komoni, 29, approached a 41-year-old woman behind her, from her back as she was shopping in a realtor outlet at around 6 p.m. Friday. The woman noticed Komodo and chased him out of the store, and a passerby grabbed Komodo and held him until police were called. He was quoted by police saying he wanted to see the woman's underwear. And one of the responses is asking if this is even news anymore. Yeah. And someone goes, please create a new section for J-Cop crime. And someone go, else goes, pension forfeiting pervert force. <sighs> and as someone else said, she must have been one heck of a 41-year-old to be worth that arrest. Okay, that guy does have a point. Yeah. Somebody goes, well, at least she was 41 and not 10. Hey-o!
Alright, Mako. Alright. So, uh, this is a blog that basically lists three things that foreigners do that actually impress the Japanese. And you notice when you go to Japan how everyone is so super nice. The shop staff, bow uh, shop staff bows to you. People greet you in the hobby and hotel lobbies. Um, you know, there's even people that will sprint across the store to open up a second register if there's more than one person waiting to be served. But if you spend... That last one almost happens never. Only at a, like a Wawa or something. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is what happens in Japan. Uh, but if you spend any prolonged amount of time in Japan, you'll realize that there are some things that um, are just plain rude that you would never see happen elsewhere in the world. So number one is uh, foreigners hold doors open for strangers where the Japanese don't. Um, it's true that people generally don't op don't hold doors open for strangers here. It's not like they let them slam in anyone's face or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But there isn't such a culture of door holding being a way to show politeness. Right. Often in the Western world, we'll, we'll hold door yeah, we'll hold doors open for people who aren't actually anywhere near the door yet. While the gesture is unmistakably kind, it can also lead to awkward situations where people feel obligated to trot towards a door so as not to further inconvenience the benevolent soul who is holding it open. Mm -hmm. um, still, I mean, it's something that the Japanese are, you know, find impressive. Um... The second one is foreigners say thank you to shop staff while the Japanese people don't. Um, and it's not actually considered all that rude in Japan. The staff aren't expecting a thank you. They're just doing their job. And part of it is to greet, usually in a very loud voice, and be unbearably polite at all times. But in the UK or the US, the thought of not saying thank you to a cashier fills uh, this person with cold dread. Um, in fact, I advise you to never forget your thank you in the UK, or a simple cheers if you're not feeling especially vocal, otherwise the shop staff are likely to look at you with disgust and question whether you were raised by wolves the second you're out the door. Um, strangely comforting how much effort they put, uh, strangely considering how much effort they put into greetings and thank yous, small talk with, uh, shop staff isn't really a thing in Japan. Um, and then the blogger basically says that it's possible that it's because of the language needed to say that. While English, you know, a simple phrase like thank you is very quick and snappy, uh, firing off uh, arigato gozaimoshi goes... Arigato gozaimoshi! Yes. Sorry, my tongue does not want to work tonight. <laughs> oh. um, but it's a bit of a mouthful. Uh, it's purely for the sake of brevity. She suggests that thanking shop staff isn't a custom in Japan. And number three, before foreigners help out. Hmm? Before you continue, as you say that, I'm picturing in my head Sonic saying, thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, foreigners help out people with baby strollers, and the Japanese don't. It's true that you're, that you're likely to see strangers helping people with baby strollers up and down train stations back home. Um, in fact, that kind of uh, 
In fact, what kind of monster would just walk past somebody, somebody struggling with a baby and a bulky buggy? Me. <laughs> but in Japan, you really don't see this. Since taking trains is such an integrated part in Japanese lifestyles, lots of parents carry their babies in pouches while they're still small to avoid having to struggle with a stroller. And Japanese stations are also quite accessible with plentiful elevator access to platforms. Uh, the blogger concedes that it's not unheard of for a kindly Japanese salaryman to help carry a lady's luggage up the platform steps, but in general this seems to be something that happens much more often in Western countries. And then it goes into basically saying that, while well, yes, this is generalizing, there are probably people in Japan who do all of these things, and plenty of monsters in the West who don't bother to do any of them. Um... But one of the readers said and agreed with this uh, blogger saying that Japanese people tend to mind their own business and keep to themselves a lot more in public than foreigners do, especially in crowded cities. And then somebody else says this is just a difference in culture and custom customs, not levels of politeness. All right. Which, I mean, I have to agree with, but I would feel weird, you know... Because it's always trained, at least, you know, with all the retail places I've trained with. It's always, you know, thank them, um, you know, thank them for coming, wel like welcome them back or something like that. But just be overly polite to them. Huh. And then, you know, the whole, you know, wishing them a nice day or something like that just to show that you're being polite. I, I, I would feel awkward um, either ignoring that if somebody said that to me or just, you know, I guess because I've been trained for it so, you know, it's just ingrained that if I were working somewhere else and they told me not to do that, I probably would have no idea what the hell to do then. Mm. Okay. And as Dungeon Buster says in our chat at live.bugnet.com, I remember thanking an arcade clerk at, I think it was, was the Kansai Airport years ago for making a change and he was taken aback by it. I wasn't sure what to do, so I smiled and walked away with my tokens. Yeah, a little kindness goes a long way. I don't know. It sounds like the guy had never had never experienced basic human decency from his customers. Mm-hmm. But I know that's a lot more common in uh, the States. <laughs> yeah. The quote Homer Simpson, Where's my burrito? Anywho. I guess we should wrap things up. Okay. Probably a good thing. Yep. We'll be back.
Remember memory, I love you, love you forever. We gotta get a beautiful day. I wanna wanna see you again. My Molly, just your mind. Remember happy time. Pretty good show we did tonight. I can't complain. Mm-hmm. Now you'll hear me complain if the playback of the audio is gone to shit. Let's just hope we have it this week. No, because I reboot my sit my entire system to clear out anything, you know, for tonight. So So if you like what you heard, tell a friend. Then you turn to tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent podcasters. We do this for fun and we do it for do it for free so please throw us a bone and support us if you like what we do just drop us a note at podcast and anime jam session let us know what's up what's on your mind we're here to believe you check out our website at animejamsession.com uh, yesterday we had a pretty spiffy boot cover tutorial posted by Koi um, from Cosmic Blog of the Brain uh, we have our article our post on what we talked about earlier tonight about cosmic crowdfunding. There will be another article about that coming soon, so be on the lookout. And we have another, we have a cosplay article coming up from Makrochan later in the week, so definitely check that out. Our podcast is posted every Friday, but if you can't get to the podcast on our website, you can find it on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. Check out our website at Anime Jam, our YouTube page at Anime Jam Session T 
TV. All of our convention footage goes there, so we're updating it weekly, so definitely check it out. If you want to follow us on YouTube to see what videos that we like to watch, or audio tracks that are posted that we listen to, or videos that we've posted, you can find me at youtube.com slash djvonmess, Ari is at Ari22682, you can find Mako-chan over at Jubluna. Twitter.com slash session. follows him, so when you know when we're going live on the show, uh, when episodes are coming out, and what conventions we're going to, other cool stuff. And I forgot to mute the Skype computer, whoops, fixed down. If you want to follow us on Twitter and see what stuff goes for our crazy little minds, you can find me at twitter.com slash djronmas. Ari is at the Ari Man. You can find Mako Chan over at Joe Bidea. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. I might have to do a giveaway if we hit 3,000 fans. Might. But I'm loving it. I just gotta say that everybody who's been liking our page, articles, photos, videos, everything, thank you so much for the support, and as long as you continue to like that, we'll keep bringing you more footage. Um, later this week, you'll be seeing pictures from Japan Day at Central Park. Uh, if you want to follow us individually on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjavonmess or thatdjavonmessguy. Ari is Ari Rockefeller. You can, and from Mako, you can find her at Makoto Makochan Kino or Makochan with a dash in the middle. And I mean an actual dash, not the words written out. Don't take it wrong. As I've always, we're here on the Vlog Network twice a week, live Tuesdays at 9.30 Eastern, Encore Presentations Thursdays at 2 Eastern. But we're not the only geek podcast on this network. There are other cool geek podcasts for you to listen to. If you like Star Trek, check out the Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast Thursdays at 7. And then, if you like general geek uh, podcasts with a touch of British flair, check out the Geek Card at 12 noon on Thursdays. Check out Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, and Understation Live. Four different podcasts that talks about Doctor Who, pop culture, uh, British programming, uh, popular books, popular TVs, and popular movies. I believe uh, Critical Myth, they just posted their Avengers 2 um, Age of Ultron review, so definitely want to check that out. If you like what we do here on Anime Jam Session Tuesday nights, swing by around 8 o'clock and check out Electric Sisterhood. It's Panlicious and Ninja Sister. Listen to those two girls, then our, then our pre-show, then it's us. That's how we roll. If you like to play MMOs, like Final Fantasy XIV, World of Warcraft, I mean, you're into Guild Wars and other cool uh, stuff, it's MMO Wednesdays with Girls Gone Wow at 12 and Horde House at 10, which is live, so definitely check those out. And then we bring it all back to uh, Sunday nights with the Bobby Blackwolf Show and Orange Lounge Radio. Uh, two of the longest-running internet programs about video gaming. You definitely want to check those out. They're the cornerstone of the VOG Network. If you want to listen to a couple of shows from indie guys and indie gals who talk about games with their hearts and their passions and where you have a voice in the same matter, that's Bobby Blackwolf Show and Orange Lounge Radio. And all that fun starts at Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Uh, let's see, and I think that is it. Um, I guess we can go around the room. Last words, Ari. If you've ever wanted to feel old about the internet, just know that today is the 10th anniversary of the original Leroy Jenkins video. Ooh. All the summer when we came out, I thought they came out of Final Fantasy XI. What wrong? 
Last words, Mako. I'm gonna go eat cake now. <laughs> you can't eat cake. No, I can eat cake. No, you can't. I can eat cake. No, it is not a lie. Yes, it it's is. In my fridge. The cake is alive, but the pie remains constant. But what if the cake is a pie? Then they cancel each other out. Mind blown. <laughs> technically, cheesecake is a custard and not a cake, so it's technically pie. Okay, Cartman. Ah, last words. Um, I finally saw Avengers 2. I liked it. Be nice if the third movie didn't have Josh Whedon directing it, but eh, I don't deal. And I think that's more or less the last of what's going on with me this week. Um, besides cleaning, I think I had something else I wanted to mention, but I can't remember what it is, so I'm not too worried about it. Did you mention that next week's show is the last one before break? Oh, right, 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 right. I think that, yeah, that falls, yeah, 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 that's, oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Glad you reminded me. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right, uh, don't forget. Let's see, pull up the calendar real quick, come on. Wait. Tuesday, May 26, 2015, we will not be here. Uh, we will have a taped episode with me, Avalon, Cosplay, and a couple of our friends. Uh, talking about cosplay is not consent, so this is a part something you definitely want to listen to, and it will be on the feed. That will be episode 217. Uh, I'll be on at the normal time of 9:30. I'll see what putting it in a pre-show, but we'll see what happens. So, again, uh, Tuesday, May 26th, will not be here. It'll be a taped episode, so I hope you like it. And I think that's it. End of list. Last of our programming notes. I think it's time for us to get the hell up on out of here. What do you say? Yes. Yeah, that's about it right now. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Mako? Yes? You gonna behave? Maybe. Say goodnight? Maybe. Say goodnight? <sighs> goodnight. Oh, now you're just being a bitch. <laughs> hey, you only told me to say goodnight. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Thank you. Hey, she didn't do it that time. Shh! You want me to do it? I'll do it. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressions on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and FogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!